Just Beckett. We haven't recorded in 10 years. Ten, uh, ten million years. It is the say. beginning of September. We last recorded at the end of February. Uh, yeah. And um, I don't even remember what our intro used to be. I think that we just said something like, hi, I'm Jamie. And I'm Beckett. And this is the big, big finish. finish. Okay. It was something like that. And then we made, our, we made our intro song a million years ago as well that I think we'll play right here. Yeah. But... Yeah, I think that we're we, we had to go have a hot girl summer. We did have a hot girl summer. Did you have a hot girl summer this summer? I think I had like a hot woman summer almost. Whoa. I feel really fucking old now after um, this summer, I would say. Yeah, wiser like like old in a good way or old in a bad way? I'd say like old in a in a wiser way, but also in a melancholy way. Melancholia. Yeah. Oh no. It's been a little melancholy. Like I celebrated my th- my 30th birthday and i know like we went out hard on the first night uh-huh. and then the second night we went out like medium <laughs> and then on the third night of the birthday weekend we got chicken wings and watched shrek oh and that yeah. felt very like put me in a canoe and push me out like the amy <laughs> schumer sketch yeah, i'm yeah, done yeah. yeah 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 no i'm done being fun Is i don't think i'm the done shelf being... life no, no, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i was like i don't think i'm i don't think i'm done being fun i just think i my body hurts more i can't do as much yeah which is why like i I need to live vicariously through you and you had a hot girl summer i did have a hot girl summer i i I, well one i was famously a a dental receptionist last time we recorded um and now i'm like i got like i I keep wanting to say like an adult job to describe what it is but like i feel like that's condescending because here's the other thing is like the dental reception it was like minimum wage it was um but it was so much harder than what I'm currently doing. Like as this more mm-hmm. corporate, like officey, like sales setting. Like, <laughs> well, that's the thing is, like, I like I also got my first adult job. Yeah, which I I'm a bit of a late bloomer compared to you. I got my first <laughs> adult job in March. Yeah, and it is, it is wild how less complicated corporate jobs are than minimum yeah. wage jobs. You think that's going to be so hard, but Mm-mm. it's like they really do like they pay you more and they like value your mental health more. Yeah. Which is like something that I as somebody who always just did gig work and minimum wage work, I Absolutely. was like, "Oh my god, I can get paid this much to do what feels so little when yeah. you're used to being like bottom of the totem pole 100. baby bitch." Oh my god, the oh, the dental receptionist that was such a such a brutal job. I I got, 2 <laughs> days before I got the job. Uh, I got my new no the day before I got my new job the day before I got the offer I remember I read in the printer that they were deciding between firing me and another girl up front I was like you girls don't even know I'm about to leave and then I like (laughs) but then I wanted to like do that thing where like you storm out and like you don't give them your two weeks and like but then I needed the money I know I needed the money for the transition Uh, well that's the thing is like I told before we started recording I told you like I'm I'm not going back to my after school teaching job yeah i am gonna still be like working with kids and and teaching in in a different vicinity but like the one that i've been with for six years we had new management come in and my last straw was like 
my new manager, I walked into our supply closet and she was throwing away student artwork, <gasps> like a fucking oh, Disney villain. No. And so I remember I went to like my manager who's like, cause so this is a well, top okay, manager. Wait, what do you mean by like student artwork? Like the stuff they just made or like- Stuff that was like their final projects. So me and my coworker were digging through the trash trying to retrieve their artwork. And I remember- Do, they, do you give it back to the kids typically? Typically we do, but we couldn't this year because oh. so much of the artwork got thrown out. Wow. And her argument when we said, you can't just throw away stuff without talking to the teaching artist. And she said, it's fine, we'll get more. <laughs> and I went to my boss and I was like, I feel like that's how she also feels about the teaching artists. And that's yeah. why I'm strongly considering not coming back next year. And because I made noise, Big Finish listeners, they didn't give me a contract. So I didn't get to have my dramatic storm out moment either. Yeah, God, no, I, I, <sighs> I, I miss some. The great God, not what it was. What was the great resignation? I I, mm-hmm. I didn't get my my great resignation moment. Everyone Although, gets that, and we did it. I know it. It's I I just there are so many jobs that I've wanted. Almost every job I've ever done, I want to be like f you, I'm out. And um, <laughs> but I've I've never done it before. I'm such a goody two shoes. I always get my two weeks. And, I know. Or or the restaurant closes down. <laughs> I know that one. I'm like, oh, that's so sad. I think, like, even the one that I wanted to do, the, like, I call it the Walter Hobbs elf. Screw you, I'm out. Like, I wanted yeah. to do that. I worked at this coffee shop. But really, it was like I was going to get fired because I was late every day to open the coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, some librarian finally snitched on me. So I was like, I went to my boss, like, the meeting where I could tell she was going to fire me. And I was like... Look, you know, I feel like this is like trying to put a square peg in a long hole. I I just think it's best that I resign. Yeah. And she was like, I think that that's a great idea. So then she didn't have to fire me because I resigned. But I've always been like in jobs for a long time. That was the only one like where I realized like, oh, I can't work service. I can't do it. The, it's not even like the service. I, I mean, like some, sometimes it's like I can't get up that early and open this restaurant. <laughs> like that might be a big part of it. Like yeah. getting, you know, I, uh, what's hard now is like like my commute is long, and that's um, oh god. I feel like I feel like I sound like like a forty year old. I'm like uh, I'm like I'm like oh my commute oh my commute. I need coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I need my coffee. Um, are you a big coffee drinker? I am a big coffee drinker. I'm I'm probably gonna go get a coffee right after this podcast. But um, I I think that I the one thing that I feel like things fell into place for me is like you said about being a morning person. I am I am not one, and my job mm-hmm. now is fully remote. Mm-hmm. So I can work. I I just have to clock my hours in eventually by the yeah. end of the week yeah. so i end up doing a lot of my hours like between 8 p.m and midnight and then i just sleep in which is more that which is, is more what my body wants yeah yeah my yeah. body's happier uh, i don't even know what my body wants anymore my body is confusing me confusing, confusing. i also got my tonsils removed since our last we i was scared to record for forever because i was afraid i was going to lose my ability to sing which it turns out actually doesn't do that it doesn't do that but you i understand the fear because i think I was a late tonsillectomy as well. I got mine when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And my mom still to this day says that I haven't been able to sing the same since. Why do moms say stuff like that? It's just mean. It's like, it's girl, just, shut up. Yeah, like, 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 and also, lie. It's not that if, if, if I'm not singing the same, I don't think it's the tonsillectomy. It's probably 
the the random cigarettes and <laughs> liquor. That's yeah, probably yeah, what's fucked up. Yeah, my singing that, voice. That I am. I you know it's crazy because I cannot talk to a cute boy for the life of me. But I'm constantly flirting with a nicotine addiction. <laughs> I, 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 I like. Uh, there is like, I've started like vaping. Like it started when, vaping when I was like really drunk, and then it became like. Or like a cigarette, and then it now it's become like I have one drink, and I'm like, I'll do a vape, and now I'm like, but the limit I have to, I can never buy one. If I ever yeah. buy one, it'll be over. Right? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't buy them, but I, I do like, I, I'm very much like, can I just bum a cigarette? Like anybody who's listening to this, who's known me since 2018, is probably like, Jamie Schreiner owes me five hundred dollars in <laughs> yeah. loose cigarettes, honey, honey, and you know what? I'm not sorry. I'm just sorry that I asked for them. I need to. S- uh, me too. Because it's like I I quit smoking and I was so proud of myself. And then as soon as everybody's like, check out this thing called a jewel. I was like, <sighs> what a curse against humanity. Yeah, jewel. And then the posh. It's like they just keep renaming it and making it everything. And now I sound like a forty year old. But they just keep renaming <laughs> no, it. I and mean, we're like, yeah, let's fucking do. This isn't a jewel, so it's got to be better. It's the same shit. It's and the a same different shit. thing. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, it's fun there. I love what I thought. It's funny. We were like, we, so Beckett and I, we Except did I do- actually don't. If I, I'm if I'm being honest with myself, like I actually don't like, it's not that cool. It's not that cool. Like, I it just, is, is it like, and I do it and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'll wake up the next day and like my throat will hurt really bad. Yeah, and like, yeah. and I'm like, I actually didn't like this that much. Anyway, but sorry, what were you the saying? The thing is like, I think I just, I love the nostalgia of it, but I don't love how it makes me feel. Nicotine nostalgia. I do. Cause I started smoking when I was like 14. Cause oh. Indiana, <laughs> baby. Cause of Indiana. They try to get you young. But I, uh, the, what I was going to talk about was just that like when we were in Wisconsin with John and Jackie, I remember I was like telling that story. I was like, oh, Jenna, like that night I like hit your vape and it, it just put me over the edge. And Jenna's like, no, you were like already. <laughs> I feel like that's like when I'm at that point where I'm like, oh, yeah, like what's a little like I, I'm too far gone. Like I should have yeah. already gone home. Yeah. Speaking of should, should we talk about Sheboygan? We recently I, did a comedy show in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. We're really blowing up. OK. I, <laughs> honey, honey, honey. Sheboygan. Sheboygan. Uh, I, it was like. um. What, okay, so I walk into Sheboygan, Wisconsin, in this bar, and it's cute, and they were super sweet. And um, but I am always nervous when I'm like on the road or shit. I'm like, they're not gonna like me or what I have to bring to this town. And um, luckily, they were they they were very open. They were very open. They were they were very yeah. lovely, and they were a great audience. I feel like I. F- I <laughs> you had a really hard time. One, yeah. very generously, I think you kind of gave us all like 15 minutes when, like maybe we all should, like 15 to 20 minutes when yeah. we all maybe should have been doing a little shorter time. Yeah, so I, like, I went on to headline 45 minutes into, yeah. like probably more than 45 minutes. I think I gave everybody 15 to 20 and everybody ended up doing between 18 and 20 minutes. So it was yeah. already like everyone, like the show had been going about an hour. I hit the stage, 15 minutes into my set, this, this very drunk girl, Stop, who was like she was kind of guiding the she masses was, uh, what, what we we've d- designated an audience leader which is like she was the leader she was one of those people who it's like she isn't heckling but she's really ready to talk like when you ask the audience for yes. something and but she's like encouraging and it's like a good way loud yeah was making so she she gets up like like um she's been possessed by a ghost and walks to the back of the room and everyone sees her leave and kind uh-huh. of you can feel the tensions palpable yeah. and i'm yeah. trying to just you know theater major me i'm like just keep going you know yeah. keep doing your set so i'm doing my set and it's like to like tepid response now because the, the 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 top girl 
yeah. top laugher, has yeah. left the room. She then comes back in the room, gets into her seat, and I catch out of my peripheral vision as I'm I'm in probably the like what have what what would have been the last fifteen to twenty minutes of my set. Uh-huh. I I look and see her throw up into her glass. Yeah. And that's when I just go abort, abort, like do do your last joke for your merch. <laughs> yeah. And get the fuck out of there. And that's yeah. exactly that's what happened because everybody you could tell people recoiled because like yeah you're in a in a small back bar room and a woman vomits into her glass you want to get the fuck well out of i saw the, the whole room. the whole situation going on and i at first i thought she spit her drink back up into her cup because it was like just but then slowly it became abundantly clear that i was like oh no homegirl's got a homegirl has yeah. um had had to get that out which honestly i've kind of been there and i uh I've I have been there as well. I don't think I've ever puked into a cup. I don't think I've done that either. But but I have puked in a public place. I here's my one thing I will say about me is I always make it to a toilet or a trash I can. can. That's one. That's kind of one of I my can. gifts. Yeah. I I kind of that's kind of probably my premier talent. <laughs> like the whole thing I kind of sell my act on is is I'm gonna have to throw up, but I'm gonna make it no matter yeah. where I am. You know uh, what I yeah. mean? Um. So I, I I guess I'm I'm lucky in that way. There have been a few close calls, but and too like there have been like a few like maybe alleys or something. But um, mm-hmm. the alley alleys are our allies. Yes. In these moments, they, but they do hold your hair, get you somewhere safe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I basically just performed for silent, sad people who wanted to not be around vomit anymore, mm. and I was like, yeah, you you feeling a little in the trenches? You feeling a little <laughs> bit? Like, wow, I drove up to Sheboygan, Wisconsin to perform comedy for Puke Girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we we went over to this bar, and I'm with, you know, our like Beckett, beautiful man, Jackie, Jenna, beautiful gals. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, this, this, this man in the back of the bar was just obsessed with me, couldn't let Jamie, it go. Another gorgeous girl. I am a gorgeous gal, too, but I was just like, <laughs> I feel like the universe was like, you know what? We really fucked her. <laughs> Let's give her a win. Let's give I remember her one win. That guy, I felt like initially didn't like me, but kind of came around. He hated Jenna. He hated Jenna. Oh, he was what? so mean to Jenna. That guy loved you. Was really like everyone loved Jackie. Jackie worked the room like nobody was. Jackie, Jackie Cooper, was like our first guest, befriending like boomer people at that bar. She befriended to... every single person we met. We literally, yeah. So Jackie, <laughs> I was like, what an icon. Icon Jackie. Yeah. The only true icon, Jackie, we had to, like, physically remove her. We yeah. had to be like, "Girl, we gotta go." Because yeah. it was like, I think that it was like, what? It was like midnight when we left, and we had to drive like two or three hours back. Yeah, because it's like, what a saint you were too for for me, 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 Jen and Jackie were like, like, let's like go to a bar, yeah, and you're like. And you're like, like, okay. okay. (laughs) I was like, I I felt like that meme you said. I'm like, let's go be sluts on a road trip. Okay. (laughs) Like, twist my arm. Why don't you? Yeah. Because the thing is, it's like, my thing is, I was was down to go out and have a fun time because it's like, I know when I've truly bombed. Mm. Like, when I did, I did Mustangs in South Beloit. Mm -hmm. And that room, I truly bombed because I walked on stage and they were like, she looks like a gay communist and we hate her <laughs> like i couldn't yeah like whereas the situation they were on board 
they until were s- they had a distraction. Yeah. And then I kind of just had to gracefully wrap it up. Yeah. So I like I wasn't gonna beat myself up over that. No. It's like it's like you it said, wasn't a bomb. It wasn't a bomb. It was just um they were just, tired and it was there was just a, a bad set. Yeah. <laughs> there's a bomb. There's a bad set. It was a bad set. So I was like, let's go out. But um, yeah, Sheboygan. That's funny. I didn't realize that he was being mean to Jenna because I think that I was just you were like just so enjoying. you're like oh god he's obsessed with me. I was just like yeah. I'm I remember one time I like I like felt weird. It was like five dollars or something, and for some reason I I thought I think it was cash only or something. And I asked if somebody had like a five dollar bill, and then he goes he goes they really like you, huh? <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm like I'm like I'm like yeah they do like me <laughs> I'm like I'm like yeah they do actually as a matter of fact and then I like go and I'm like do they like me no um, <laughs> we love you we don't yeah. just like you we love you God bless God bless God bless I, the USA. I, I um I've I've been dating a guy <gasps> this is I'm you waited to tell me this until the have, podcast. have I not told you anything about this up until now wait no I did know because. We talked in the car about the Lady Gaga concert. Oh wow! And then, okay. and then yes. Okay, so now I remember. Okay. So, well, first, so I I have never invited a guy over to see a show of mine before in my life because I think that that's kind of psycho, mm-hmm. and um, I think most women comedians will be like like it's psycho to invite a guy to your show like especially. But then most mm-hmm. male straight comedians who were talking to me they were like they're like no invite like this guy to your show like he'll love it you'll look so hot and cool. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I we were just talking to this guy on Tinder. I very rarely actually go on Tinder dates. And I'm like, you know what? I have this show on Sunday. Like, let me invite him. Yeah. And it was a good lineup. I was like, I was like, there's a chance I might not kill, but I'm like, I probably will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I probably got it. And um I I didn't kill. Um in fact he was the only audience member. Um Aww. he was the only audience member the show did get canceled. I think I was the only comedian who showed up on time as well, which is which is <laughs> and, Virgo. And um I, he luckily though I turned it around and we ended up making out in the clown bathroom here. Mm, which it's like spicy. Which it's a little cuckoo to make out in a clown bathroom, but there's not a better bathroom choice here. No, it's, it's also iconic. At, at least the clown bathroom there's like decor. The mm. other one feels like very sterile. It feels very like you're at the scary. dentist's office. Yeah. And yeah. you left the dentist's office behind. So mm. we can't be mm. doing we can't How, be making so out. So true. So true. I did leave the dentist's office yeah. behind. So you gotta you gotta obvious next step make out in the clown bathroom i feel like also so many i mean so many people are doing much worse things probably in those bathrooms yeah that a, that a, a innocent first date make out 100 is iconic 100 percent. i um okay so i have to ask you this yeah so when did you did, did you always do polygamy or were you like is that like a kind of a newer thing for you that like you're discovering yes so i would say I wouldn't necessarily say I do polygamy. I'm more into polyamory, so like I like okay, to date. Yeah, and I wasn't sure. And that's I... fine. Yeah, yeah. I like to I like to like date and develop intimate romantic relationships with other people. I feel like I did try the like the more swingers polygamy side of things mm-hmm. for a for a hot second, and I just it's not really what I'm looking for. Right. I'm more so looking for like really close mm-hmm. intimate relationships with people. Um, but I feel like that's something that I definitely put on pause just because I did have such a bad sort of like breakup yeah. in the spring that I feel like yeah. I've very much been like, you know, like, and I had a bad breakup in the fall before that where I like, 
I text message broke up with this girl and I still feel so bad about it. I did not handle it well at all. I just don't like confrontation. Mm. And I knew that she was going to be mad. But then she showed up at my show the day that I texted her to say that I was like busy and and I was going to not be able to like be there for her in the way she needed. Yeah. And she stood in the back and glared at me while I was doing my set. And then when I got off stage, she was gone. So I was like, and I just haven't seen her, but it's like, I, I was like, now I feel like I, maybe I should edit this part out, but I, I just, uh, yeah, that was one where I was like, I just felt really, really bad. And it's like, I'd been talking to some male comedians that mm-hmm. were there with me about Which, how I, I felt bad about it. Yeah, and they're and like, then, who cares? Uh, yeah, and then when, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then when she walked in, they were like, oh, oh shit, is that her? Oh, and I was like, don't make it weird yeah, like i already word. feel really bad and now you're all like oh my god like so yeah i felt like a a fuck boy and i didn't like feeling like a fuck boy so i just was like i i'm i'm very much in the mindset of like i i am so polyamorous i'm not on any of the episode i'm kind of just in the place where it's like if i met somebody and we like vibed i would be into it mm-hmm. but i just haven't really met anybody that i've been like yeah this seems worth the trouble <laughs> well so what i was gonna ask you is like i have all so what i'm i have always in my life i've never had like a committed relationship or like mm-hmm. a monogamous relationship or really any kind of boyfriend or anything like that and this yeah. is and i don't know where this is going and it's still kind of early and we haven't had a discussion of what we are but um i'm like it feels like it's kind of headed towards a more relationship way and mm-hmm. i've always thought that I wanted that and I still think I do I definitely at least want to try it but now I'm for the first time in my life I'm having like anxiety about like being in a relationship and Mm -hmm. it's not it's not about him or like not liking him or not wanting to be in a relationship with him but it's just like I'm like oh my it's not even that I have like sex or date a ton of people but I just am now having like anxiety about the idea of it which I never did before yeah and it's like it's one of those things that's like I I feel bad because the like the only answer that i could give really is just like it's best to like talk about it with the person and like on a case-by-case basis figure out what works best for you because it's like i think part of why we're polyamorous is because we both go through periods where we're sometimes like oh dating sounds fun and like Mm -hmm, meeting new people mm -hmm. and it's like it's funny because i feel like both my husband and i right now are very much in a period of like we're more focused on career things than like other yeah. relationships. And yeah. then it's like, we have each other to like That's, yeah, lean so on nice. and we have the support. And so it's like, I definitely think that like people who choose to be monogamous, at least like early in the relationship, it's really good to like build those, b- build that strong bond. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I mean, yeah, we go back and like, we've gone back and forth. We've gone through periods of being monogamous. We've gone through periods of being open with our relationship. I think it's really just like a case by case basis and what, you and your partner or your you know person you're seeing are most comfortable with mm-hmm. is really because like there's no one size fits all right there right. are people who are more like swingers or people like tom and i whereas like i do think tom is somebody who is more so pursuing like fun friends with benefits kind of things whereas like i like i would like want the romance yeah, that's what yeah, i love yeah. like i like i mean the like porn for me is like watching bridgerton and dirty dancing like i'm not trying to like go to a <laughs> yes. sex dungeon you yeah. know i'm trying to have somebody really see me yeah and love that person yeah yeah totally totally and that doesn't even necessarily like that could be a, a relationship where there's no sex whatsoever right that could be like a, a friendship dynamic that's yeah that way. definitely um i i um yeah, that is it, it, it is some just something that I have to like try and figure out. But I'm like I'm like, what is? I could, but the other thing about me too is I'm a deeply jealous person. Well, yeah, and that's and I would say like that's the biggest thing why I think 
it's almost something that you need to like really sit with and think about because it's like if you're like oh well i want to be able to do what i want but like you would be upset if they did the same I thing would, then yeah. it's like then yeah then you probably yeah. gotta just be monogamous right but then i'm like am i a deeply journalist person like i like i'm like i'm like i'm like i but it, i i don't know i feel like though like I'm a jealous person, but I'm like, I'm like, I wonder if I felt secure enough in a relationship, if I would feel the same way. You know what I mean? Um, And I feel like a lot of my jealousy comes from insecurity. And it's like, I mean, I think most people's jealousy, you would say, is like comes from insecurity. Um, And I think, I mean, really, all I was going to throw into the throw into the mix there is that I really do think it's like you have to have that security in the relationship. Because it's funny because the people who are the, the hugest critics mm-hmm. of polyamory as a lifestyle choice are typically people who are like cheaters or having an affair. And that's very much a thing where it's like you are horny by like making something that's meant to be secure completely unstable. Mm-hmm. Like that's what mm-hmm. turns them on mm-hmm. is the chaos of that. Wow. Yeah. And I've been that person and it's like, ultimately that comes from a place of like you are broken inside you are insecure inside and you don't have the the confidence in what you're bringing to the table to look the person you love in the eye and say actually i want this other thing you have to do it behind their back and i'm just like just be honest with people yeah like just be honest with people and i feel like it's like if you're not sure yet then you don't need to voice that but i think that once you have some clarity then you absolutely can ask for what you want and yeah and also just like i think it is like it's it's like with anything it's a journey it's not like immediately you're gonna be like we're polyamorous and you're gonna immediately like if they go and date on a date with somebody else maybe that'll trigger you or maybe right, you, you know what right, i mean and right. so that's why i think it's like uh well and then i too i know that like different like polyamorous couples have different rules where some of them it's like they want you to tell every single thing and some of them it's like keep it completely private from me yeah, like yeah, i don't yeah. i don't want to like you can do whatever you want but like don't tell me but then some of them it's like it's like um, I need you to tell me every time you go on a date because like, which is so interesting. And then I, th- this was maybe a tweet or a meme that you shared or something, or you commented on that was like talking about like making fun of like people when you're in a polyamorous relationship, like making fun of like crushes that your partner has or something, which is. I Yeah. I think I've seen that meme and it's like, it is funny. The idea <laughs> of like, one also, I don't know, like one thing I do appreciate about like, my lifestyle is like if I go on a really bad date, mm-hmm. I can go home and be like, oh my God, you have no idea what <laughs> yeah. the fuck just, you know, it's nice to have that person to talk to and kind of like laugh about it with. Um, what, what are, what's your relationship with that? Well, you guys do talk about we it. We do theory, talk about but it. Do, like, is this one of those things where it's like you feel like you have to talk about it or just you're going to end up talking about it because it's. My thing is like Tom really wants to know. I'm somebody who I'm like, I'd like to know just enough i don't need yeah, like yeah. vivid detail Definitely. i'm like just i just want to know enough um but also i think the the other thing with it as well is just that um you know it's interesting because it's like i realized like because we were open and then we were closed and we were open again i realized that like something that really incited jealousy in me that i kind of had to work on is like when tom would date somebody who like shared interests that he and i don't share so oh, like if he like was dating somebody who was like into airplanes or like into things that I don't really get, I felt really insecure by that because I was like, oh, well, what if he likes this person more because mm-hmm. they get these things that I don't get? Whereas like if I date another artist, Tom doesn't give a shit. So right. it's like it's funny because it's like that's something that it's like I feel 
inferior or I felt inferior about that I had to like work through and let go of. Okay, this reminds me of a story actually. That yeah, I no, no, okay, no. so over the summer I hooked up with this guy. I'm chewing ice and like, I that's love psycho. It. So that's hot. Okay. So hot. Um, <laughs> it is ruining my jaw. <laughs> it is ruining my jaw. But um, I went on, uh, like, I went to hook up with this guy yeah. on Grinder, and I went over to his apartment and. Um, he was like telling me he was gonna move to Ohio, and I'm like, I'm like, why are <sighs> this you? This guy. Oh, I've told you this already. But yeah, no, the uh, but, surprise, the podcast. Though. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I'm like, why are you moving to Ohio? And he's like, well, my ex boyfriend like told me that I was only moving to Ohio because of him, and now I'm gonna go move to Ohio because I want to, and that's what I've wanted to do, and I want to move to Ohio. And I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, and and this guy was like. Uh, really sweet uh, this is uh, this is not meant to be this is not a negative assessment this is just an assessment yes. of his personality that he seemed to be very clearly autistic <laughs> like, oh, and i'm yeah. not saying like 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 I, I i feel like i've dated a lot of autistic guys which I mean, is like yeah. kind of nice for me because they're like smart and like sweet but they're very different from me and bring like the opposite energy to me yeah, yeah. although sometimes i feel like my jokes, they don't always register because I feel like some of the social cues, like because you know, anyway, and they're, they're so straightforward. They are so straightforward, and, like, and I'm like to the point of being like, zoo, 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 you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been a little shifty girl, um, but, but I remember um, he, but he was, and he was like an engineer, and like that's like you know, yeah. um, and I remember we went to his backyard, and he like there was this like view of like. Um, like the round line like going off into the woods yeah, yeah, yeah. and like and it was beautiful and it kind of didn't look like chicago it was like the just train going into all this greenery and i'm like and i said to him like and i thought that he would get this joke and like tell Laugh. me yeah, yeah. but but i was like i was like so you li- really like trains huh <laughs> oh. and then and then he was like yeah i love trains i love i love I love everything about trains, but like not as much as other mechanical things. Like like my friends, they really love trains. I'm like, oh yeah, you love trains. <laughs> no, but um, sorry, I was thinking about that because of like airplanes and stuff, and like um, yeah, it's those things that you're just like. But I want to get it, but I feel like I I yeah yeah. So, but then like afterwards, um, he told me that like he was like going to Ohio to. He was like, maybe when I go back to Ohio, I'll like end up back together with this guy. And I told him, I said, look at me. You and that guy are never getting back together. And if you're moving to Ohio for that, you you need to stop. You can't move to Ohio because that's that's a bad idea. But I don't. I think he's moving to Ohio anyway yeah. to try and catch this guy who is not right. Aww. And it's not like it wasn't like a thing of like I was like he can't be talking about. I'm gonna ruin their relationship. I'm not gonna let him go to Ohio and find another. Like I I actually was living for the tea too that like he was giving me all this drama about his ex on this grinder hookup. I'm like I'm like thank God nummy 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 like yeah, yeah, please yeah, tell yeah, me yeah, more. Yeah. But uh, and he was a very sweet guy. But I but, um yeah he was um. <laughs> I was like, you can't move to Ohio over this guy because that's just, this guy is not this guy is is moving on and like, but I, don't I just wish I wish people would watch like Legally Blonde or Hot Chick or like any movie with yeah. like the with the premise of the person running after because I'm gonna get him to want me back like just yeah. just let it go. No, you're gonna be a lawyer in a pink suit. You're gonna be At a lawyer in a day, pink suit. That's what's really gonna happen. You're gonna, you're gonna, gonna move to love, Ohio. You're gonna move to Ohio. You're gonna fall in love with your best friend who's in a man's body. Uh huh. 
and then they're going to change back to themselves and you're going to have to, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, I think that, I, I just wish that people in in those shoes, because I've been in those shoes where you're like, oh, there's got to be some way I can get them back. Like I'm constantly in those shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, <laughs> Trying put on. those shoes on Craigslist. I have, I have like one of those boxes full of those little slips that you can just try them on without putting them well, in, over your foot. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, when yeah. You go to little, yeah. <laughs> like those shoes I'm trying on. <laughs> you, you, you put them on. I am a chaser. I am a chaser, baby. And I'm I, saying put those shoes back. Yeah. On yeah. the shelf. Yeah. You got to. I just, yeah, I feel like um, anything, I mean, maybe this is the the air sign moon in me, anything that I have to put too much effort into relationship-wise is not worth it. I feel like I'm like, it should ebb and flow. I shouldn't have to prove myself or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There, mm-hmm. there should be none of that. If that's there, it ain't it. Yeah. And and I think Ohio boy deserves better. He deserves more. And I hope yeah, that he, no, he figures he, that out. I think I think he'll figure it out. But he has to do it himself. That's like me. Like wh- you know when you see somebody like fiddling with something like a door or something, and they cannot get it open. And you're like looking at it, you're like, I know that I can't get this door open either. But like I have to try. I have to go and like jiggle the door myself to actually believe that it is like locked beyond repair. Because I'm not gonna just see you not being able to. I, I'll think that. But then every once in a while. You can open it. You can open it. You can open it. Every every now and then you can open it. It's like the other thing with this Chiboygan trip that was the most iconic moment that I forgot to mention. Becca, so I've been driving my grandma's car because I also had a very depressing June where uh, I got cyberbullied. Yeah, I got, yeah, like literally end of June. It was like they were almost like, screw you for being queer, like the last three days of June because it was like, I Didn't getting, Roe v. Wade happen in June? Too? Yeah. So it was like Roe v. Wade happened. Uh, I was getting cyberbullied by somebody online, like really viciously. They were making new accounts to like bully me. My car broke down in Mississippi in a mm. town where a woman mm. was murdered of like a thousand people. And I had to like wait for my friend to come pick me up. Um, I like, you know, found out I didn't get the festival that I wanted to get. We'll just say that. We'll just say it that way. All these things happened like one on top of each other. I remember I was just like laying there like trying to like get some ounce of serotonin <laughs> yeah with break my soul and i was like i don't know beyonce i think they're breaking my soul you yeah know, i think that they are but the point of the story is i've been driving my grandma's car and that's what we drove to sheboygan and i've had to listen to the radio because the cd player was broken and who fixed my cd player but beckett thank you thank you thank and it's you. like one of those examples it's like i was trying i was trying i was trying i couldn't get to fix and then i get a friend in my car that that also happens though where it's like you will say like i cannot get this i've tried everything and then as soon as you bring somebody in they can fix it also sorry really quickly and i think we should go into the song after this but i did an escape room for the first time this thursday and i was like okay i'm gonna be the cheerleader and then like i was talking to like my work team who we did it together and they're like they're like we've all found out like what our subtypes would be and we think you're the leaper and you read this description of the leaper it's like it's like Sometimes more of a hindrance than a help. <laughs> it's like it's like has wild out of the box ideas that often add to nothing. Like they're probably thinking too much about this. Like they're like but every once in a while it works out. But I so I and I was like going in. I'm like I'm like no. I'm the dumb hot one. I'm going in. I'm I can't. I'm not gonna be able to. But I came in there. I was like I am solving these goddamn puzzles. I'm like I am like there is a reason I went to a gifted middle school. No. <laughs> Oh my god! No, I'm like I was like Sherlock homo up in there. I'm like I'm like bitch. You could. It was like a jail themed escape room. I'm like you could put me in actual jail. I'd get out. Like that's like how confident I am now in my escape room ability. I love (laughs) that. Um yeah. I feel like we're both people 
maybe I'm, I'm not the leader, but I do think that we're both people who, if we see somebody who can't open the door, we're like, well, I probably could. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, could, I could probably do that real yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love to, I love to try things. I love to I love try things. Um, when there's no stakes. Because if somebody already can't open the door, there's no stakes to you not being able to open the door. They already yeah, fucked they, it up. The bar is low. The bar is low. Limbo, baby. Let's backbend. Um. And let's backbend into, into this song. Yeah, hit it. Do it now? Let's hit it. Let's go. Just because you can't open the door doesn't mean that I can't. Doesn't mean that I can't. Just because you can't open the door Doesn't mean that I can't Doesn't mean that I can't Just because you can't open a door Doesn't mean you have to lie on the floor Come on, get up and ask for some help Ooh, get up and ask for some help Just because you can't open the door Doesn't mean you can't and crawl out the window and just because the windows on the 40th floor doesn't mean there's not a fire escape you can use to leave Ooh, you can use to leave Ooh, there is always a place to get in a place you can get in if there is a door that means there's an entrance you can crawl through the vents like you're on Disney Channel or you can bust it down like strong lumberjack hand flannel <laughs> you can always get in and just because you can't open the door doesn't mean I can't open that door open that door just because you that door just because you can't Open that door, open, open that door to see what's in store. Oh, you know I adore when I'm turning that knob. Don't you stop. Oh, the door is my hole. Yes, this is also a sex thing. I cannot wait to open that door. I'll be asking for more when I open, open that door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fun, fun, fun one. That was a fun, was a fun one. one. That was good. I love how too that like we talked about something different basically the whole time, but then we're like, that's yeah, about the door. About at the end of the day, I think the door is a metaphor. It's a meta door. It is a meta door. <laughs> um, yeah, and and now with that, I mean, it, it took us truly a year. I think we're ready to close our door on our first season of The Big Finish. I mean, I guess we already had our big number, but is there anything you took away from this podcast before we go? I took away that, you know, in the end, the only true icon is Jackathy. You gotta, you gotta, first you gotta open the door. Yeah. First you gotta open the door. I think those are honestly my favorite songs that we've done we did some great ones though some shout out to ones. mo shout out uh, yeah, to joe yeah oh god we tried to rap oh god yeah that one i'm gonna kill be us. really embarrassed go back in time and kill us just literally <laughs> stab me in the throat i can only rap when i have 
a month to have thought about it. Is yeah. What I learned from that experience. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh my. I have the perfect thing to end the podcast on. <gasps> okay. I wrote the perfect rap lyric. I wrote, the, I feel like I should sell this like hard to be or making this sound. And by the way, mm-hmm. I will sue your ass. I will find a way to sue your ass if you steal this from me. This is my rap lyric. Okay. Um, Copyrighted. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. I, I, it could be like a song about like how the pussy's so sick or something. I don't okay. know. <clears throat> he be sneezing when he pleasing because this pussy gazoon tight. <gasps> isn't that isn't that okay okay That's uh, and with that a chew a chew and a do uh, and thank you so much to the lincoln lodge for letting us record here please follow their podcast network and you can follow me on instagram at jamie trainer biddle i'm also on tiktok under that bucket where can the fans find you at bucket with two t's kenny k-e-n-n-y hopefully it'll be in the description of this podcast follow, follow those links please please help us that's the best thing you can do is like support this podcast follow us and god bless america god bless america we love you bye bye this is the big finish at lincoln lodge we're about to get it on the show so come on everybody and get the show on the road let's get it on the road